It's showtime. It's the free party with J. Cal. We are professional wrestling. I'm building an alliance. You are tuned into the absolute top of the mountain, the ultimate professional wrestling. Alliance-wrestling.com. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? I'm not sure what you're seeing right now. Well, you should be seeing me. Looks like I might have fat-fingered some things, but hey, we are here, guys. It's time to get positive and stay positive. This is the pre-party, a presentation of Alliance-Wrestling.com, your number one source for news and information for the United Wrestling Network and the National Wrestling Alliance. Woo! I gotta tell you, man, GSPS, brother, I am pumped. We This is Tuesday, and I mean, traditionally, tacos are for Tuesday, but don't forget that it's the pre-party with J-Cal every Tuesday, every Tuesday on YouTube, every Tuesday on Twitch.tv, and every Tuesday on Facebook, we are doing the pre-party, and I'm so excited that you're here with us. Um, so, yeah, man, uh... I want to talk about real quick, real briefly, where I was two years ago today. Because, see, two years ago today, I was in Nashville, Tennessee. Two years ago today, I was at, uh, oh, I was at my camera dying on me. What happened there? Completely just uh, KO'd on me. Hang on, hang on just a second, guys. Bear with me. We just had some... Uh, tech issue i wasn't really expecting good thing we always have a backup plan here at the uh, alliance blog i'm here i promise you <laughs> wow okay <laughs> This show is so hot, the camera melted. No, the battery died. But that's okay. I had a backup, so we're good to go. Now, what I was saying is two years ago to this date, two years ago to this date, I was in Nashville, Tennessee. I was walking up and down Broadway, listening to all the great country music, hearing everybody's cover of Chris Stapleton's Tennessee Whiskey. Maybe it was a great time. And that's when I would roll into, walk into Stan the Man. You guys know him as All Japan Stan on Twitter. Uh, Stan and I, uh, we were all meeting in Nashville, Tennessee as part of Adam Rotella's meet and drink. And yes, I said Adam's name because today I want to give a special thank you to Adam Rotella. I know he doesn't watch my content. I know he isn't a part of this hashtag NWA fam, at least now, right now he isn't. Um, but I do want to say thank you, Adam, because it was Adam's hard work. It was Adam's due diligence on uh, Twitter that really galvanized this NWA fan base. I've been plugging away at trying to cultivate a fan base for, good Lord, maybe 12 years before Adam Rotella started tweeting about the NWA. And his podcast, the 10 Pounds of Podcast, was very, uh, very formidable in getting more and more like-minded fans together, he put together the meet and drink. And that's where I met all Japan stand. That's where I met the dawn of wrestling. That's where I met Larry Bowser's. That's where I met uh big Chi 
So thanks, uh, thanks Adam. Thank you for helping to create this community. Uh, thank you for helping to galvanize this fan base. Um, it was, uh, I had really hoped that you'd be a part of this. And I'd really hope that there would be a, uh, a genuine coup d'etat of professional wrestling, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. And so it, it's up to me, uh, over here at the Alliance blog. And it's up to Gary Horn and Robert Stinson and Will Martin over at this is the NWA podcast to carry on that tradition and that, that, uh, community of that hashtag NWA fam. But, uh, I just wanted to tip my hat to you there, Adam, and I hope uh, I hope you're well. Now that's probably the last time we will talk about Adam Rotella on this podcast. So, moving forward, guys, there's a new United Wrestling Network television champion, and uh, to be honest, I mean I'm a little shocked. I was a little surprised. Um. I noticed the camera's out of focus. Real quick, I do want to acknowledge you guys. Actually, I want to acknowledge a couple of people. Uh, I want to acknowledge Mongrovian Mike, who joined the Alliance last week on this podcast. He uh, subscribed, and he became part of this uh, the, this family, this the Alliance, if you will. If you want to join the Alliance, make sure you hit that thumbs up button wherever you're watching it. Hit that subscribe button or follow button, and, and come be a part of this community. Come be a part of this this hashtag nwa fam but i do want to say what's up to michael manning to the woodland goblin to nwa gold uh very good to see all of you guys here in the chat um we'll be getting to you and ask some questions uh real quick uh what your thoughts on are on a few topics and uh yeah that camera's still out of focus let me try one last time see this is what happens when the battery dies while you're filming uh okay that looks a lot better okay all right. So again, thank you, Mongrovian and Mike, for subscribing. And for all of you who've already subscribed, thank you. I appreciate it. That's how we get this channel to grow. If you guys like what you see, again, give it a thumbs up. Um, feel free to comment, too, not just here in the top chat, in the in the live chat, but make sure to comment on the, uh, on the actual post as well because that helps uh, with our engagement, which helps in the analytics. And, of course, the more people who can see this podcast, the hopefully the better community we can create. Um, again... Get positive, stay positive. Oh, and Mongrovia Mike is here. Thanks, Mongrovia Mike. I, I do appreciate you being a part of the uh, part of the show. Uh, but as I was mentioning, we were um, we we're talking about the new United Wrestling Network Television Champion, and uh, I mean I'm just as surprised as anybody else. Dan Joseph had won that championship back in early January of this year, defeating Royce Isaacs to become the United Wrestling Network television champion uh but that reign obviously was short-lived because of the pandemic pause but the all the while you had uh, our man uh levi shapiro challenging to get that title i mean he had a victory over uh over dan joseph early on he had a victory over Dan Joseph early on in a disqualification match. And then it was just a uh, time and time again, trying to get that title. Um, even had an unsuccessful attempt on primetime live. He challenged in Hollywood, but the thing is, is he kept getting matches, kept plugging away. And eventually uh, that's exactly what happened is he won that championship. So again, kudos to 
our United Wrestling Network television champion. So other news with the National Wrestling Alliance, because again, this is a podcast that is dedicated to help celebrate the history and tradition of the National Wrestling Alliance, um, as well as United Wrestling Network. I also like to be the home for news and information. You can visit alliance-wrestling.com where we are posting uh, matches to the events calendar, as well as all the late breaking news you'll find at alliance-wrestling.com. Now first, uh, when it comes to news, we know that our NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. Oh, that's a that's a mulligan. Nick Aldis is scheduled to f- defend his NWA World's Heavyweight Championship coming up here on, I believe it's July the sixth. I'm gonna just verify my dates here real quick. And excuse me, December 10th. My date was a little bit off there. December 10th. Uh, the world's heavyweight champion will be traveling to Grimsley, Tennessee to face flying Brian Pillman jr. I don't actually know. Does he go by flying Brian? Anyone can anyone confirm that? Now, the interesting thing to me about this matchup is this is a very high caliber opponent. Uh, Brian Pillman jr. Is well regarded on the Indies. He's very well known. Um, but I think this will be the first time that he's had an opportunity to compete for the NWA for any NWA championship. And um, I also want to point out that this match, as of yet, does not look like it will be televised, nor does it look like it will be on pay-per-view. So if you're within driving distance to Grimsley, Tennessee, or you can get on an airplane, I highly recommend doing it. Now, I'm pretty sure there will be a 10 pounds of gold leading up to this, but as far as I know, I don't think this match will be televised. So you really, if you want to be a part of history, you want to make sure you're in Grimsley, Tennessee on December 10th, and I believe that's 127 Pro Wrestling. Again, you could check out all this information on the events calendar at alliance-wrestling.com. The, the, uh, the champion is certainly... Uh, Certainly starting to, to build up, and we think he's building up to uh, a return to NWA power. But one person who has been waiting for anybody is Thunder Rosa. Uh, sorry, I just, sorry guys, got uh, caught off guard there. I saw Lamb's comment. The match with Pillman Jr. is in December, right? And not even on pay-per-view or maybe even not even televised. Yeah, I don't believe that show will be televised. I don't believe it will be on pay-per-view. I could be mistaken. And actually, I hope I am. I hope it does appear. Um, and Lamb is asking now, was Aldis' defense uh, filmed at the Expo? Actually, it was. It's still available on Fight TV. The last time I checked at the Independent Wrestling Expo um, is on Fight TV. So if you are if you do have uh, Fight credits, uh, go check it out. Him and Noby Bryant. Noby Bryant's a name I would like to see join that roster when NWA Power returns. Uh, but I'm a little bit off base because I'm talking about Thunder Rosa. And Thunder Rosa has an amazing, uh, you know, again, is there anyone more active in the NWA than Thunder Rosa? She's got three matches already lined up uh, to defend that championship. And, of course, we'll see her next week taking on Serena Deep for that NWA Women's World Championship. Was we affectionately refer to it as the Burke Burke will be on the line against Serena Deep. It's funny that today, of all days, Allison Kay came out and said, wait a minute, what about my match with Serena Deep? That that was what I was promised. Where's my match? So you can already kind of start reading the tea leaves. There's some controversy already in the works. Serena Deep feels like, excuse me, uh, Allison Kay feels like this match against Serena Deep should be hers. 
But, of course, uh, Thunder Rosa, she's defending the title. So we'll see how that all plays out. Of course, uh, November 6th, Thunder Rosa defends her, the Burke. I almost forgot what it was called. She defends the Burke against Ray Lynn at the Tournament of Hell. That's Mission Pro Wrestling. Again, those matches will be available on the Title Match Network. The whole show will be on Title Match Network. But um, Thunder Rosa versus Ray Lynn should be an excellent match as well. And then, of course, just recently announced, um, and I got this information for the uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood News fan. Um, you can follow them on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, Lamb over there does a great job. Lamb's here in the chat room. Um, Thunder Rosa versus Kenzie Page Henry for Imperial Pro Wrestling. Uh, and that's also going to be in Bristol, Tennessee. Bristol, Tennessee has been the home of many many NWA world women's matches. And uh, I would venture to guess that Thunder Rosa bringing that title to Bristol, Tennessee has a lot of uh, prestige and honor associated with it. It's uh, it's getting to look like it's going to be a, a pretty fun year. And, um, you know, we're, we're just, we're the tail end of 2020 guys. And the, everything's going to start wrapping up. We're going to start seeing uh, the, the end of the year shows and, well, there's still no cure for COVID. There's still no, uh, there's still no uh, site for um, our uh, beloved NWA power to return. However, tonight on the NWA YouTube channel, uh, they will have uh, more of that um, five on it because uh, that's what they've got right now is they've got five on it. They're releasing, I believe today's the top five promos of NWA power. Last week, it was the top five matches from NWA power. This week, it'll be the top five promos. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how far they can go with this top five uh, list that they're doing. Because, I mean, last week's show literally showcased five full matches, um, five promos. And what leads up to these promos or the you know, the reaction afterwards is not going to make for a lot of TV. I mean, promos are about two to three minutes tops. So we'll see how that all pans out. Um, Mongrovian Mike wants it to be known that Thunder Rosa will also be at the meet and greet in Albany, New York. You can check that out on her website. Thank you, Mongrovian Mike. I do appreciate that. And Lamb says Thunder Rosa is legit the face of the NWA now. And it's hard to argue that, Lamb. It genuinely is. Because you've got Nick Aldis, who hasn't defended that title since September 15th on the premiere episode of Primetime Live. What's the wait? What's the holdup? Uh, you know, in previous years... One of the hallmarks of Nick Aldis and that Aldis crusade was taking the title from town to town, all across the country, four continents, and our world's heavyweight champion. And I, I get it. We have to be smart in this new brave world that we're in, that we have to be smart about the bookings. We have to make sure things are safe. But there seems like there's outlets for the 10 pounds of gold to be uh, showcased, and I'm talking about Primetime Live. I'm talking about Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. I'm talking about uh, Tried and True Pro Wrestling. I'm talking about the House of uh, the the School of Morton. There are places where this title can be defended, and yet we're not getting very many title matches. And I don't really understand why. I mean, again, I understand that you have to be safe. All these matches have to be safe. Nick is a father. Nick's wife is a wrestler as well, and she's on the road quite a bit as well. So I know that there has to be some continuity and safety in the in the Aldous home. 
but that title needs to be defended. That's that's the monarch, the monarch. That is on the marquee of the NWA is at 10 pounds of gold. So that belt needs to go. And I get it that, uh, you know, during from March to September, most wrestling promotions were shut down. I get that. And I give I, I give everyone a break on that pandemic pause because there's only so much you could do. But now, now, I mean, we're seeing wrestling, wrestling return. We Ring of Honor is back presenting its pro wrestling uh, pure tournament. Then we've got uh, MLW who's starting to get fired back up again. Hollywood's been going since about June. Um, of course, the uh, primetime live kicked off in September. Uh, there's really no more excuses for the for the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion to be sitting idly by while the rest of the world is starting to get back to it. Now, again, let me add the caveats to that. I, I'm not asking Nick Aldis to go out and travel and, and do unsafe things. But I believe there are environments that are safe, that should be safe, that can be safe, that are safe where he could defend that title. And I think, I think he owes it to the NWA and the, to the fans of the national wrestling Alliance to get out there and defend that title. Because as it looks to me right now, when you have the world women's champion, who's literally running circles around him, she is the face of the NWA. Make no mistake about it. I love Nick Aldis. I think he's a great world's champion, but He's not defending the belt as quickly, as rapidly as Thunder Rosa. And Thunder Rosa, it's not like she's wrestling slobs. She's wrestling high-caliber opponents. You go check off the PWI Women's 100, and a lot of her opponents are right in there. But I digress. And I don't know who needs to hear it, because I know this is getting to be sweater season. But if you check out alliance-wrestling.com and check out the merch section, we've got sweaters and tank tops. I get the dichotomy might be a little bit off. You get a hat like, well, oh, no, I'm not wearing the hat today. But you get an alliance-wrestling.com hat. Uh, any purchase you make goes to help support the Alliance blog. It helps support um this podcast and keeping things moving forward. So again, if, if, uh, if anyone wants to, you can certainly jump on the, uh, Alliance train and, uh, pick yourself up a hat or a t-shirt. <laughs> Lamp says that, uh, Aldous has his new suit collection, which is great. I mean, look, I'm all for self-promotion. I just plugged the website and I've just plugged the merch about three times already on the show. But, um, I'm just disappointed by the lack of defenses and, you know, I'm not a matchmaker in, in, in primetime live, but it seems to me like, uh, if you come out on a Sunday during the TV tapings in Hollywood, you get one match right there. You can defend the NWA world's heavyweight championship on uh championship wrestling from Hollywood. And that match gets seen in Memphis. That match gets seen in Hollywood. That match gets seen in Amarillo. That match gets seen in San Francisco. That match gets seen in Houston for free audience. The people who keep saying, hey, I want the NWA, but I don't want to pay for it. Well, there it is. And then subsequently could defend the title on primetime live two days later. And again, that that match gets seen by a pay-per-view audience. And again, this would be. Uh... Oh, wrestling with the MMA is, is now uh, hosting us on Twitch. So if you guys are watching on Twitch, wrestling with MMA has also joined the show. So. And Mongrovia Mike says the National Treasure has a new T-shirt as well. So, I mean, these are all great things, guys. And I, I'm, I'm not trying to trivialize that. I really am not. 
I just really think that it's time for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship to get out there, to be defended, to be a uh, a beacon in the world of professional wrestling. Like Primetime Live, which airs tonight at 6 p.m. Pacific, that's my time, or 9 o'clock Eastern, that's maybe your time? Lamb, I'm sorry, I, I don't know the time in, in Germany right now, but it's airing all over the world on Fight TV, and you could join for just $7.99 to see all these matches, all these great matches that are lined up. Um, there's going to be some women's matches. There's going to be two title matches on the line. Um, we're going to see the return of some familiar faces, and the big news is they're going to be crowning a United Wrestling Network world champion. Now, I've heard some people take take this as an insult. I've heard some people say that they, they shouldn't call their title the world's championship. Dr. Robert Stinson, my good friend, the good Dr. Robert Stinson, recently said on an episode of This is the NWA podcast that he's fine with the title but doesn't think it should have the word world in its name. And for that, for that I couldn't disagree more. I couldn't disagree more because the United Wrestling Network is literally seeing – in hundreds of homes, be it Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, or as I was mentioning before, its affiliates, whether it be uh, CW30, Championship Wrestling 30 in Memphis, Tennessee, or Championship Wrestling from Amarillo, Championship Wrestling from Houston, Championship Wrestling from San Francisco, of course, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. All of these shows are showcasing the United Wrestling Network, as well as future stars of wrestling who are about to uh, launch their television programming. Championship Wrestling from Arizona, who again, already has TV, but I'm not sure if they're actually producing new content yet or not. Um, I have to do some more research on that. And then of course, Primetime Live, which is seen all around the world on Fight TV or on in, on demand on ca- on your cable provider or on direct TV. So um, they have every right to call themselves a world championship. And uh, I do believe that when travel restrictions change, you're going to see that belt travel around the world. I mean, look, there's a loose affiliation between the Middle Kingdom Wrestling in China and the United Wrestling Network. And uh, I, for one, I'm excited. I can't wait to see what's going to happen next. Um, wrestling with MMA says there's a possibility that our world's heavyweight television champion, the outlandish Zicky Tice might be debuting something special tonight. Okay. Okay. I'm ready to see what the dice man has, but getting back to primetime live, they're going to crown a new world's champion. And the tournament kicks off next week, but the brackets will be released tonight. And that's kind of what got has got me really excited. That's where I'm GS uh, or GPSP, excuse me. I'm getting positive, staying positive because I am looking forward to seeing who's in this bracket. Because Dave Marquez even said on Twitter, hey, this match, th- this tournament is going to feature wrestlers from major wrestling promotions. Now, we know, we know, we know it won't be a WWE wrestler. Hasn't hasn't United Wrestling Network talent been appearing on AEW? I mean, don't 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 get upset with me, but hasn't Watts, Ray Rosas, appeared on Primetime Live? Excuse me, they're part of Primetime Live, but haven't they appeared on AEW's uh, Dynamite or AEW Dark? 
We know that the Women's World Champion Thunder Rosa has appeared on there. So what's to prevent AEW talent from going backwards? What if Peter Avalon were to show up? Now, Peter Avalon has a, a familiarity with the United Wrestling Network. He's a former uh, Hollywood Heritage Champion. He's a former... Uh, I think he was basically the Grand Slam champion. I think he held pretty much all the belts. Or what about somebody like Scorpio Sky? Those two I would consider to be a part of a major wrestling promotion that have huge ties to the United Wrestling Network. So those are two names that I could see that would show up on this show. Or why don't we go into a different direction? A company that the NWA doesn't necessarily work with, a company that the NWA doesn't have a relationship with, but that doesn't mean that Championship Wrestling from Hollywood and United Wrestling Network don't have a working relationship with Anthem. I do believe that Championship Wrestling from Hollywood airs on Fight Network, which is a channel owned by Anthem. So who's to say that we wouldn't see somebody like Carl the Machine Gun Anderson appear in this tournament? Now, none of these names have been verified. And, you know, I even messaged Dave Marquez. Hey, buddy, throw me one name. Throw me one name who's going to be in this tournament. He didn't answer the message. But I could see Carl the Machine Gun Anderson being in this tournament for, for multiple reasons. Because, number one, he was talked about as one of the names that was uh, that they wanted to put the belt on when they were formulating the United Wrestling Network all those years ago. In between the transition from Impact Wrestling and uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling and you know TNA and, and, and all of that stuff, there was a time where he was without a contract and Marquez was definitely trying to get him trying to get him as part of the uh, tournament. Lamb mentions that uh, United Wrestling Network has launched a Chris Dickinson merchandise, which perfect. I mean, that's the next guy that I could see involved in this tournament, but I wouldn't exactly call him a big name. I wouldn't exactly say that he's one of the top uh, uh, wrestling. Let me rephrase that. I wouldn't say Chris Dickinson is in a top named promotion. I mean, he's more or less a free agent unless you consider him connected to the United Wrestling Network. Um, furthermore, what about Luke Gallows? What about Rocky Romero? This is an open weight championship. What if the former NWA, former IWGP junior heavyweight champion, former United Wrestling Network television champion, what if Rocky Romero competed in this tournament? He's a former CML Super Ligra champion. And of course he has ties to United Wrestling Network since day one-ish. But I digress because the primetime live is not just going to be about uh, a tournament announcement. No, no, no. We're going to have a lot more, a lot more than just that. I mean, first and foremost, we're going to have two title matches tonight. Uh, Woodland Goblin says that he wouldn't be surprised if Jordan Clearwater is not one of the eight men, that the United Wrestling Network is pretty high on Clearwater. And Jordan Clearwater comes from the same school that uh, Carl the Machine Gun Anderson came from. In fact, uh, he was under Carl the Machine Gun Anderson's uh, protege. Uh, Michael Manning says he he would like to see Chris Dickinson in the NWA. I mean, Chris Dickinson is a talent that I think too many people have slept on for far too long. And he's about to blow up. I know that just recently he was at the Game Changer Wrestling at Bloodsport taking on John Moxley. And I think, I mean, from what I saw that match, it was pretty brutal. Uh, he was in AAA in Mexico recently. His stock is definitely, definitely on the rise. 
So let's talk about tonight's show, right? Let's talk about, well, I mean, on such a night where there's going to be uh, such big news, I mean, I first and foremost, let's get to this women's matchup because I think it was last added. It was one of the last added matches to the show, but I think it bears uh, talking about because Christine James from Brazil, I mean, she's well-traveled. She spent much of her career traveling all over North America. Um, James has the distinction of being in the triple threat match that saw Jazz win the NWA World Women's Championship. That matchup was Amber O'Neill or Amber Gallows versus Jazz versus Christy, uh, Christy James. And uh, James ended up winning that, or excuse me, Jazz ended up winning that match. Um Similar to her opponent, Miranda Alize, Alze, sorry if I'm bad with the names, I've never really heard them spoken out loud, so when I'm saying them, uh, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing them correctly. Um, she's wrestled in Mexico with uh, Crash Lucha Libre, like I said, that's something that Miranda Alize has done as well. Um, she has a championship... Mi- let me try that again. She had the championship match victory over Thunder Rosa, although not for the NWA Women's World title, but for the Baja Stars Women's Championship, which is a title, a promotion out here in Southern California and the San Diego area that has uh, matches both on the north and south of that uh, border down in Mexico. Um, and you've seen Christine Janes recently on Impact as well as AEW. Um, she's also become a bit of a staple for the SWE Fury. That's Southwest Wrestling Entertainment. That's the same promotion that currently recognized Tim Storm as champion, that Thunder Rosa has made appearances at, that Jazz uh, has made appearances at. It's a show that's really starting to come into its own. If you guys are looking for more studio-style wrestling, I definitely recommend checking out SWE Fury. But that's not what this show is about. This show is about primetime live and it's pay-per-view. So let's get to Miranda Elise. She is a product of the reality of wrestling. That's the school that Booker T has. Um, She's had some high-profile matches. Uh, She was an entrant for the WWE May Young Classic. She's appeared in matches for Shimmer and for Shine. Um, She worked a couple of weeks in stardom in Japan. And again, has worked those independents in Mexico like uh, DTU or The Crash. And... uh, She's also, like I said, been on Impact, been in AEW, and uh, AAA in Mexico. So uh, this matchup should be really, really good, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what's next and what's going to happen because, again, the United Wrestling Network is getting ready to crown itself a women's championship as well. So, I mean, these two names could certainly uh, certainly fit that mold. Uh, Christine... Christy Janes has also appeared in Championship Wrestling from Hollywood in the past, so she's not new to the United Wrestling Network. Michael Manning says he did not know all that, but he's not surprised. I'm not sure what you're talking about, Michael, but uh, I, I my goal is to always impress you guys with my um, esteemed knowledge and, uh, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, next up, we have... Um, well, we have an issue with the computer here, but we'll get it right. Hang on just a second. Next up, we have a matchup featuring um, Max Caster, the Platinum Max Caster, the hip-hop phenomenon. I don't know if that's true or not, but his his barbs on uh, uh, Mander, one Mander was pretty good. The man they call Mander? Uh 
Mander won't make it. Mander won't be here in, in Long Beach. He won't be a part of Primetime Live tonight. In his place will be the the uh, Jesse James, who recently debuted on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Think of Justin Hawk Bradshaw when he first debuted in the WWE. That's what the vibes I get from Jesse James. Tag teams more often uh, than singles as a true grit teaming with Haas Hogg, who used to wrestle in championship wrestling from Hollywood as well. These guys have won tag team titles all up and down Southern California. Uh, but this is his first real foray into uh, singles wrestling. He's got a victory over Jack Cartwright on championship wrestling from Hollywood. Like I said, that just happened this weekend. And now he makes his debut for primetime live, taking on Max Caster. Now, what I will say about Max Caster is this. That guy, Max Caster... Uh, besides, you know, his, his, uh, his, uh, what do you call that? Um, his barbs, his, uh, his rhymes, uh, besides being really, uh, Jesse James brings some blackjack feeling with him. Love old school cowboy smash mouth. Um, besides, besides, uh, you know, a platinum max caster, having some pretty cool raps and some pretty cool diss tracks while he's cutting promos. Um, he really did have a pretty good match with Chris Dickinson last week or uh, two weeks ago. That's the first time I ever saw Chris Dickinson look in trouble. And there's the first time that Chris Dickinson was in peril. Max Caster took it to Chris Dickinson, the dirty daddy and the platinum guy. I mean, whatever you want to call it, that matchup was good was good and it really pushed chris dickinson it showed chris dickinson how tough max caster is and again that's something that i think we should all pay attention because max caster making his second trip to primetime live he was going to wrestle one mander now wrestling the cowboy jesse james and i think this matchup will surprise a lot of people because max caster is a lot better than a than what i initially gave him credit for and i'm telling you that jesse james a product of the santino brothers wrestling academy is a lot better than you even know so this match i'm really looking forward to i think it's going to be good i think it's going to be heavy hitting and I think it's going to be a fun match. Uh, Wrestling with MMA says this will be a nice styles clash. And I couldn't agree more. These two, I think, are really going to have uh, what I would call a, a uh, pretty good solid match. Um, now, I don't really know uh, what match is up next. I'm just assuming, you know, there's no official match card. I'm assuming that the, the United Wrestling Network World Tag Team titles will be on the line when SoCal Distancing defends against the Friendship Farm. Now, first and foremost, these tag team titles are the genuine uh, genuine article. These are world travel titles. I was there in China. I was there to see... Um, who was I there to see? I was there to see Reno Scum defend the titles against Watts and Alex Chamberlain. It was a great match then. It's still a great match now. Um, but those tag titles have been defended in China. They've been defended in Mexico. And, of course, they are the centerpiece of Primetime Live's tag team division. And uh, as such, they're the only tag titles to be defended on the show. They are currently held by SoCal Distancing. That's Uptown Andy Brown and Adrian Quest. Uh Brown is a multi-time 
United Wrestling Network uh, Heritage Champion. Uh, Adrian Young has been one of the most dominant wrestlers in in Hollywood. The pairing, they've been teaming since about 2016. But, but they sh- did receive a lot of criticism. The last show that they were here, they wrestled against the uh, Cash Money Brothers. And it certainly wasn't the best match of the night, but it was a good match. They defended the titles against uh, Cash Money Brothers. The Cash Money Brothers are the same tag team that debuted against the Friendship Farm. And they put Gentleman Jervis, Cottonbelly, and Sweet Robin Shaw to bed. They, they beat them. So I'm, this is one of the rare times you're going to hear me criticize the booking for Primetime Live because this is something I don't agree with and I don't think makes sense. Because not only do not only did the uh, Friendship Farm really kind of get some criticism, some harsh criticism, criticism on their debut, but they really haven't done much to, to deserve a title shot. You know, make no bones about it. They're polarizing figures. And Chris Dick- Chris Dickinson made the point. He referenced Gentleman Jervis specifically as what's wrong with Primetime Live. So I'm not sure why this match is being booked. I think there's a lot more better tag teams out there. And I think if you're going to showcase the tag team titles, you should be showcasing them against opponents who are at a higher caliber. Most specifically, La Bodega. More specifically, um, uh, uh, Four Minutes of Heat, who got the victory last week. Um, Or how about uh, the Wolf Zaddies, the Tribe. Um... I, I, I'm not a big fan of Gentleman Jervis and Robin Shaw. I know that they are um, – Marquez enjoys this team. I, I won't, I'm not going to say that that's his hand-picked opponents, but I know that he does have a special place in his heart for the theatrics and the silliness that the, the Friendship Farm bring to the table. I just don't think it's for me, and uh, I don't know. I'm not I'm not big on this. Um I, uh, my prediction right now, Andy Brown and Adrian Quest go over as they should. Um, and uh, Lamb wants to point out four minutes. of Heat will challenge SoCal Distancing this weekend on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. And the Woodland Goblin says he can't wait to hear Dr. Robert Snitson on this tag team match tonight. Yeah, I mean, I don't have the same hate in my heart for this team that Dr. Stinson has. Uh, but I, I, I do kind of get the, uh, I don't know, the overall disappointment in this matchup. I'm not a big fan of it. I'm not looking forward to it. Um, but it is what it is. And that's what the matchmakers in uh, the United Wrestling Network have decided to give us. So up next, this is a match that I'm really looking forward to. Because a lot of you guys don't know J.R. Kratos. Now let's talk about J.R. Kratos for a minute because you guys know Mike Bennett. Hell, Mike Bennett challenged Nick Aldis. Mike Bennett was in the main event of the first episode of Primetime Live, episode one, back on September the 15th. You guys know Mike Bennett. You know what he's done, where he came from. You know that he's all about changing his legacy. He's about changing his destiny. He's about putting out um, a worthy legacy for his kids, for his wife, for himself. So you know that about Mike Bennett. You know that, you know, in the back of his mind, 
He's still looking at Nick Aldis. He's still looking at the 10 pounds of gold. He's still wondering what could have been. He's still wondering what will be. He's. I'm pretty sure that you'll see Mike Bennett challenge Nick Aldis for that 10 pounds of gold one more time before it's all said and done. But you probably don't know J.R. Kratos. You probably don't know about the man who spent the last, oh, well, I mean, he's been on the pandemic pause, just like everyone else. But there aren't many competitors tougher than Kratos. Kratos Kratos spent the early part of 2020 wrestling for All Japan Pro Wrestling. Might have even been there longer had, the again, the pandemic not broken out. He was sharing the same ring as Omori, Hayato, um, Sato, Omari, and I'm sorry if I'm killing these guys' names because I'm not fluent in Japanese, but basically he was a part of the All Japan roster. I mean, he wasn't in the ring with uh, Miyahara, but he was certainly in there with a high level of competition. Much like what Nobi Bryant was doing uh, last year, J.R. Kratos was out there in Japan putting in the work. Now, Kratos is a product of APW. He's uh, wrestled up in Northern California with Pro Wrestling Revolution. He's a former APW Universal Champion. Has held the Worldwide Internet TV title. Um, he has victories uh, over uh, Tim Thatcher. Um, I mean, he he faced off against Tim Storm on the early episodes of Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Those were non-title. It was a non-title match, but Tim Storm was still the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. So he isn't new to Hollywood. He isn't new to the United Wrestling Network family, but you might not have seen him before. And I, I implore you, watch this match. If all the other matches on the card look good, that's great. Focus on this one. Don't go to the bathroom on this one. Don't go get a soda. This is the match you're going to watch because we know what Mike Bennett is capable of. But you don't know what J.R. Kratos is. And I'm telling you, as a fan of this man's work, as somebody who's seen him all across Southern California, Kratos is a beast. And Kratos, I mean, he is going to show... I really hope Kratos brings brings it tonight because I'm hyping him up like he's a star because, in my opinion, I think he is a star. But, uh, I mean, he's going to have his work cut out from Mike Bennett. And I really hope this match showcases both men because I think Kratos would be a, another guy who when the NWA does get back to it, NWA power returns, Kratos is a guy that I think fits the bill for them quite quite uh, nicely, if I don't mind saying. Uh, Lamsem says he's so happy for J.R. Kratos. He was one of the first guys he saw on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood back in 2017. Uh, Terry McDermott says the tribe deserve a break more than Friendship Farm. Couldn't agree more with that. And... Um, of course, I mean, so all these matches uh, for tonight, I mean, things are looking really, really good. Of course, I would be remiss if we didn't mention the world's heavyweight, uh, world's heavyweight, what am I talking about? Uh, the television championship, the TV title, if you will. We're talking about Zikadax, the outlandish one, taking on. The Pope, Elijah Burke. Oh, man. And there are two matches I'm really excited about. This is the second one. First and foremost, I love the fact that we're getting a return to form. We're seeing an NWA title defended on Primetime Live in the main event. A main event that started the storyline 
We talked about this a few weeks ago. What are the storylines of primetime life? This one paid off relatively quick. I mean, maybe it doesn't pay off directly, but the the story continues. It was Watts. It was Pope. It was Effie. It was Dice in a tag team match, the main event for episode four of primetime live the first time our title wasn't on the line in the main event the first time that the nwa championship was defended on the program and here you have zicky dice and the pope kind of break down in the ring and post-match post-match zicky dice the outlandish one spits in the face of the pope now i don't want to talk crap about zicky dice and it's gonna it's gonna kind of sound like it, but Elijah Burke, you know, he spent time in the WWE system, and I'm not saying that the WWE system is right. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying it's the ideal spot for pro wrestling. But let's not kid ourselves, guys. That's the pinnacle of pro wrestling today. That's where everyone wants to be because that's where the most eyeballs are. Elijah Burke went through Ohio Valley. Elijah Burke made it to the main roster. He was a part of the ECW, the uh, the WWECW, whatever you want to call that. He was there, the Elijah Express. And he had some pretty solid matches in the WWE. At one point, he was considered by Vince McMahon to be like the future of the business, his, his chosen one. Well, I don't know if that ever came to fruition because obviously he's no longer in the WWE. He has spent time in Impact Wrestling as an announcer. He's been wrestling on the indies. We didn't know this. I didn't know this. I'm sure you guys didn't know this. But the Pope has been wrestling on the indies. Sure, his schedule wasn't like packed with matches. He wasn't wrestling 360 days a year, but he was keeping an active schedule. When he came to NWA Power, I thought he was just going to be you know, a manager. And that's kind of what they alluded to. That's kind of what they were showing uh, the greater audience. That he was trying to become Eddie Kingston's manager, which was ridiculous in the first place because nobody, and there's nobody more than Kingston that needs a manager less. Kingston's fine when it comes to cutting promos. And as that whole storyline kind of came to an end, we never got any closure. The Pope never stepped in the ring. And I thought I thought he had injuries that would keep him from getting in the ring. Who knows? Maybe at, down the road, NWA Power was supposed to see an Eddie Kingston versus uh, Elijah Burke match. Um, but Elijah Burke comes to primetime live looking to do business. Maybe, maybe a, a, a tag team down the road for NWA Power would be Watts and Burke. But here we go. We got this, this matchup. And again, the blatant disrespect by somebody who's never been to that high ground. And, it, and again, I don't want to talk trash about Zicky Dice because his future is untapped. He's got unlimited potential. My broadcasting partner, broadcasting? Podcasting partner, Kevin Douglas, the former NWA World Junior Heavyweight Champion, isn't a big fan of Zicky Dice, but I've always said Zicky Dice is a hard worker and that he's got unlimited potential. But by spitting in the face of the Pope, oh man, he messed up. And now, and if you guys have been watching the videos, right, that the United Wrestling Network has been putting out, NWA has been retweeting them or sharing them on Facebook, Zicky Dice makes a great point. What has the Pope done to deserve this title match? What has the Pope done to, to deserve this matchup? But, you know, we're talking about a title that's been defended once since Zicky Dice has won it. 
I mean, if you look at the title history for this championship, it's only been defended by like four times, five times. Ricky Starks wins the title in January. And although he physically really only held the belt for two days, Power showcased him as champion for a whole month before Zicky Dice wins the title. Zicky Dice never even had a chance to defend the title in the NWA because of the pandemic pause. Got one title match in East Bay Pro Wrestling out in Northern California against a guy named Rick Luxury who you probably never heard of. So the TV title is going to be showcased on Primetime Live. The belt that was born in Atlanta, Georgia, makes its way to Long Beach, California. And I don't know, are we going to walk away with a new champion? I mean, sound off in the comments section. Are we going to crown a new champion tonight? Is the Pope here to take that belt? I mean, let's let's step back for a minute and look at the big picture. Most of the summer, we were talking about how Zicky Dice wanted to be released from the NWA. We were talking about Zicky Dice not having a contract or having a contract. There was so much mystery and speculation, and there was so much talk that Zicky Dice and the NWA were on bad terms. Could this be the night that Zicky Dice and the NWA permanently split ways? Or are we all about to get swerved? He's outlandish. He's a rock star. He's getting married in a few days. Will Zicky Dice be TV champion at the end of the night? Sound off in the chat. What do you think? Who's going to be champion? And I'm going to read your comments right now. Um, Wrestling with MMA says, uh, with a name like Kratos, he's expecting pure power and brutality. Um, Let's see. Michael Manning says, I can't believe I can't watch Dice versus Pope live. Terry McDermott says, I don't make predictions, but I'm guessing the Pope will win. Woodland Goblin says, you have to work. Oh, sorry. Uh, Lamb says, his TNA run was good until, for whatever reason, it got short. Michael Manning says, man, I wish Lagana comes back at some point. I, I have a very good relationship with Dave Lagana. I don't know what to expect what happens with Dave Lagana in the future. If he was guilty of what he was accused of, it's best for him not to come back to the NWA. If he is innocent of what he was accused of, then by all means, he should be welcomed back to the NWA and they should go back to making good wrestling. But, um, I mean, in the opinion of the public, the opinion of the public court, I know I'm not saying that right. In the court of public opinion, uh, Lagana is looked at as somebody who did something very, very irreparable. Uh, I can't talk anymore. Very bad. So if he's guilty of that, then I, I do believe that the divorce should be settled and that Lagana should go find something else to do. Um, but if he's innocent and... you know, I, I'm not going to publicly state one way or the other. If he's innocent, then he should have his job back. If he's innocent, then this is he should be welcome back to the NWA with open arms. And that's a little bit uh, further than what I was willing to talk about today, but there we go. Um, I, Wrestling with MMA says, I can say that Zicky Dice is taking this very serious, or at least that's what he's showing. Um, Will the Goblin said he's 100% sure that Zicky will drop the belt tonight. Wrestling with MMA says it's hard to get a read on him because he has a pretty solid poker face. He said today is his plan to give his fiance the title belt as her wedding ring. <laughs> well, I mean, there you go. So I mean, it, it could really go either way. 
It really could. And would you be surprised if Ziggy Dice retained? I wouldn't. Would you be surprised if he lost the belt? No, I wouldn't. And that's what good wrestling is all about. Because if you knew what was going to happen, if you 100% were confirmed what was going to happen, then what would be the point of watching the show? I tip my hat to you, Mr. Uh, Aaron Stevens, Dave Marquez, and everyone else involved with production of uh, Primetime Live. Because, again, you gave us a match that, you know, two months ago I didn't really, wasn't on my radar. And now I can't wait to see it. And they did it in one week of television and a couple of promo videos on on the Internet. So good job, Primetime Live. Again, we're running out of time. It is 2.57, guys. That's what the power of this NWA fam is. We've been talking for 55 minutes. You guys have been listening to me for 55 minutes, and it feels like that. At least to me it does. So I want to say thank you so much for tuning in every week. Uh, You are much appreciated. On Thursday, we have a big announcement. You want to tune in to the Alliance Guys podcast. We'll be in the same places you're watching right now. We have a big announcement I think a lot of people are going to be excited about. And I hope you guys will be too. And uh, again, we uh, we kick off at 7 o'clock Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern on Thursday. And that's where we do a recap of what's happening with the NWA and United Wrestling Network. Plus, we go into a whole recap of the show, what's happening tonight. I hope you will join us there. If you are uh, listen, wanting to hear more of of Jake Hal's views. If you want to see more of what we're doing or listening to more of what we're doing, just go to your Amazon assistant and say, Hey, Alexa, play the Alliance blog podcast. I really hope I turned on some of your machines right now. Uh, I just turned on my machine in the other room. But anyways, uh, I appreciate you guys checking this out. Again, if you're interested in merchandise, visit the Alliance-wrestling.com and visit the merch link. Uh, we're on all social medias at the Alliance blog. Make sure you give us a like and a follow. Um, and if you like this podcast, if you like this video, leave a comment below, not in the chat, but in the actual window below that helps us with, uh, getting more visibility. Now, if you don't mind right now, we're about a minute away for the NWA, uh, five on it. So why don't you head over to the NWA channel and I'm going to say good night now. Have a good one. And if I use the right mouse, I can push this button and do this. Get positive. Stay positive, guys.